0: okay video the movie podcast from calgary alberta i'm nathan roar and i used to work at rogers video towards the end of my time there we frequently had to help out other stores who couldn't fill shifts as such i worked at the location of forest lawn several times and now live a couple blocks from there to this day nothing else has occupied that space and if you peer through the windows you will see the exact same tile and carpet that i worked on a dozen years ago i'm joined as always by ryan mccullough
1: hey there ryan here uh, sorry, where on 17th is this like a derelict building?
0: Uh, it's just down from the co op and stuff, like near that bank. Yeah. There's just an empty husk there. It's not a smoke shop or anything. It's just. Is it like a, a standalone dead.
1: building or is it like part of the strip mall?
0: It's part of the strip mall, but it's but nothing like. Nothing ever filled it. Nothing has occupied that space. Was I don't know lease? what the lease is asking, but they should lower it. <laughs> but so. was it a
1: Rogers Mobility before?
0: Never? Uh, I mean. It was a very popular phone location during its video store days, but it didn't become a Rogers like uh, wireless store. It it was a video store, and then it died, and now it's wow. nothing. That's yeah.
1: like, that's over ten years now.
0: Yeah, it's been a good long time, <laughs> and the I'm the tiles like for, are very dated.
1: <laughs> so. No, so I mean, like, I'm just thinking about this guy who's renting this space, and it's like, he. No, I just would, don't
0: need any money. I just won't <laughs> like, ever rather rent
1: it. Have it empty, then find to me. But also, does he, there must not be a lot of turnover in that strip then, huh?
0: Uh, no, like, even even though, like, these terrible, like, cash money, predatory loan places pop up in this neighborhood, they don't pop up there. So they must just be asking too much for, for yeah. that. Because, like, uh, the Game Trader closed. Like, that was, like, a block from my house. It was great. Like
1: level, oh, Video Game Trader. Video yes.
0: Game Trader. It, it died and then immediately got occupied by one of those places. Yeah, like, it
1: didn't die, though. There, he just consolidated. They locations. consolidated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it makes sense to him because he even he he intentionally shut down those two locations for a bigger space down at Bonavista.
0: I still feel the Center Street one should have, like that was the one really that so was I'm the one yeah, sort of sad about that one. But I like will this say, one was I think on the cutting block before the pandemic even. It was like yes. hey, I might not stay open. I don't know. And then it hung in there. But the one the on, minute the
1: one off of Sixteenth though. It's just a nuisance to get to. Like, it's not a fun, easy place to drive to. And it doesn't, that strip doesn't get a lot of walking traffic. For, like, I shopping. guess,
0: yeah. Like, th- there's, there was parking near it, like, uh, that we would go to. But we'd typically be getting lunch or something near there anyway. And sure, I'm just thinking, visit. like,
1: turning on to center, either from downtown or from the north, is never fun mm. to do. And then turning off of it yeah sure anyways. i guess
0: where it is now is kind of a quiet mall with like a Safeway and stuff so it's but it also has easy. like
1: a it has a comic book shop inside and a funko shop like it's kind of like a nerd mall like a whole shop dedicated to funko pops in there okay yeah so it's kind of like has its nerd place to it so
0: sure and you can get some groceries too so <laughs> you can practical. get some
1: groceries i do find myself going there now more than i was to the other previous locations too so okay um, well i guess that's good but uh, one thing I was going to ask, I went to Level Up this summer, and it is it is a husk of what it used to be.
0: I don't Where's know what even? there is keeping them afloat, really. Because <laughs> for a while there, there were a decent, like, backup place for, like, hey, I, I don't know why I don't own Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I'll pop in there and buy a Blu-ray or something. Oh, it's, sure. It's Movie-wise,
1: right it's completely dipped over the yeah. last year. But then when I went in to look at video game stuff, it was like... Everything was overpriced and there was barely any stock.
0: The last time I was in there buying something was like an Xbox controller died on me and I walked in there and all they had was like these modded ones and I begrudgingly bought one uh, without really wanting to because it was like marked up or whatever because it's like hey we had someone like custom paint this thing or whatever. It's like (laughs) I don't really care. I just want to keep playing Mass Effect so... All right, whatever. (laughs) And so
1: they got you on that impulse buy,
0: and that that decision burned me for like two years, probably because it didn't work well with my PC. It would keep like not syncing with it. But then we bought an Xbox Series S, and it works fine with that. So it's just like, oh, thank God, at least this eventually worked as a gaming option. So yeah,
1: like I went this summer, and it was like, there's I was just trying to understand like there's multiple employees there, so I was like. And even their like um variety, like where they have t shirts and different type of confectionery items. Yeah. Was like not very like was not very well stocked. So I was just like, how are they staying open like this? Is,
0: is this a front like, or something? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's like an empty or, space now. I almost wonder if they're affiliated with that pawn shop that's like in the neighboring building. Sure. So they're afloat by that. Like yeah, it's, like, the,
1: the pawn shop gets in cool stuff that works for them, and then they kind of get, it gets leveled up to them.
0: Sure. Or, like, the guy who owns it sits over in the video game section because it's quieter or something, and it just all works out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, local businesses.
1: I've been doing a lot of, like, thrifting lately, and a store in Calgary that actually has some of the better items I've found when it comes to, like, media. It's not a thrift store, though. It's a buy and sell, which is, like, it's a full-on pawn shop. At, on like, a cloud yeah i'm a cloud and it yeah. is like amazing like, it's we so we go great. there
0: we've traded stuff there we've bought stuff there uh our record player came from there so yeah they're pretty decent i think they used to be oh uh, what was that chain of of trade-in places
1: oh i don't i don't i never really i've never really been a big pawn shop guy for the reason yeah. of like like it seemed always sketchy to me
0: man there was that train there was that chain of stores called like tramps or whatever for a while do you remember yes, those yes. that had like a big charlie chaplin on it yep. uh with this that, it's
1: like a it's like a, a gold like a yellow and black sign right type of thing
0: i feel like those converted to this other store and then that became a buy and sell but i can't remember the middle the buy and sell, there's
1: only one of them right on just on the cloud there
0: now, yeah, I don't think it's it's a chain, but it's, like, the last vestige of that whole thing. There, there they was... just have
1: so much high-quality things. Like, I, I even sent you a, a photo the other day because they just had, like, reasonably priced like, laser discs. Like, none of them were over $15, and they were all, like, popular movies. I, I sent mm. you two, but there was way more in there.
0: Um, I have a wish list of stuff, so maybe I should go there and take a look. Uh, it was all 90s stuff, too, FYI.
1: Um, I
0: got a Canadian Wii there, the red one that doesn't go online.
1: So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That was, I was also looking, and I was looking at like the video game stuff, and like I lent out uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, and I never got it back. So I was like, oh, I gotta go pick it up. And everywhere around Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji is all twenty bucks. And I went there, and they were also selling for twenty, which I was like, oh, that's nice. They recognize the like the value brand here. Like, there's not marking it because you're buying it from an official store or something oh they like don't
0: like inflate it really yeah yeah.
1: i find a lot of places there's other places in calgary that'll be like oh you could buy it from like an amateur but if you buy it from a professional we're gonna raise that price up a bit and i'm like oh yeah but amateur is fine too
0: mm-hmm. so anyways oh Ah, whatever it's a mean story but at one point we were purging a bunch of dvds and the ones they would not accept was the arrested development dvds there's like we have too many of these they do have Uh, too many of those we just can't well that's the thing when i go there i they have
1: a section of one dollar blu-rays yeah that i take advantage of because it's just overstock but i just got just the other day i went and bought all the first three underworld movies for a buck each because I was like, oh, I already have two of these on Blu-ray, and I like the third one, and I don't own it. This is fine. Three bucks okay. for, like...
0: <laughs> I bought fun. K Street there for a dollar. Like, the, the Soderbergh <laughs> yeah. political series with yeah, John Slattery. Haven't nobody watched cared. a minute of it. But I could if I wanted <laughs> to. So. <laughs> that's
1: important, is what you got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I find it nice, because what I do is, when I, when I have movies to sell, I go to video game trader first because they'll, they'll buy things for you like they'll order stuff in so i can get like a decent credit towards that stuff mm-hmm. then i go to buy and sell and then whenever they don't take out just walk over to wins which is right next door so it's kind and of donate like the that end stuff of day i'm like i'm have, getting rid of this stuff one way, way or the I have, everything other thing is gone so okay you know. anyways uh yeah i'm ryan and we don't talk about pawn shops here on this podcast well I'm talking movies well we kind of talk about what, no, we don't. We talk we about talk. physical
0: media, so it's probably going to come up more and more <laughs> as yeah, those die. Yeah, we do talk about die. physical
1: media. Well, I talk about physical media because I love physical media, and I also love saving money. I like finding that deal like that. Mm. Like you come across this like sometimes I buy things, Nathan. Like I'll buy a Criterion that I already own because I'm like, oh, I can flip this at Video Game Trainer, and this guy's selling it to, for me to two bucks. So I have Senjuro on Criterion. But I already have it on Blu-ray, so I was like, oh, I'll just bring this in, and then I'll get a little bit of extra credit, more than two bucks worth. Okay. So, anyways. And then, like, or Freddy Got Fingered. I found Freddy Got Fingered for free on DVD, and that movie is, like, rare print. It was one printing. It never got reprinted. It never got Mm Blu-ray. Nobody likes this movie, but it's now (laughs) considered, like, a really rare thing. And I got it for free, so now I can have it to flip. Okay. Anyways. So it's a little bit of like my habits paying for my habit in a little bit of way. So, but we talk movies and I'm here with Nathan talking movies.
0: That's right. Uh, This week we look beyond Halloween as part of our larger batch of slasher movie remakes. Black (laughs) Christmas is our film, but not the one from three years ago. 2006 is where we reside in time this week. Can you guess the release date? That's right, Christmas Day. This movie was written and directed by Glenn Morgan, but meddled by the infamous Weinsteins, led him to disown the film in
1: years after its release. Which I, f- I mean, phrased that weird, but yeah. There's some anecdotes. When I read yeah. some of these things, it was like some of my least favorite scenes in this movie that are, are always at the top of my brain, but like that scene sucks. I mean, that scene happens and it's out of place and it's just over the top and it's not necessary. And then you read about it and it's like, oh. That was Bob That, that really that
0: helped me as well, because yeah, I, I have several scenes get flagged as just too much. And then it's like, hey, guess whose idea that was? His name starts with Harvey. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. It's not Harvey,
1: it's Bob, because Bob oversaw Dimension. Oh, films.
0: Bob is the meddler. Okay. Yes.
1: Bob was the Dimensions film guy. Harvey was the art house dude. Ah, okay. So
0: anyway. <laughs> They're both um,
1: terrible, so it doesn't matter. But anyways. Yeah.
0: So it costs nine million dollars. And it made 21 but that's not good. That's not enough money, apparently. <laughs> Which so, is crazy, kind of. Yeah, it, it's like, well, it seems, even with, like, well, you double it because of advertising, it's like, that's still $3 million, right? It's like, no, this is terrible.
1: But it's like, uh, no, but, like, you don't, like, in the world of math, like, a movie nowadays doesn't even have to double it, and it's considered a ex- success, I don't know these these math like these this yeah dimension
0: these... films math is a little weird <laughs> yeah this batch
1: of movies Lionsgate like because my buddy Valentine and Friday the 13th was like these are successful films what are you guys talking about and it's like no these are like bombs
0: I don't think those ones were considered bombs but they were considered toxic poison somehow <laughs> so they wouldn't <laughs> so make I mean, more like, yeah it was like
1: we can't make any more well, it was like the second one could be cheaper it doesn't have to be more money for the second movie
0: yeah, Anyways. but 16.3 was the domestic and then 4.7 international. So it's it's cutting it thin, but the point is this kind of ended Glenn Morgan's film career, <laughs> which is this side story, I guess, from the DVD special features. But before we get to that sad story, let me tell you the core story <laughs> of Black Christmas. A group of sorority girls and their house mother are mercilessly mercilessly terrorized by a psychotic murderer and his daughter slash sister on christmas eve the sordid history of this murderous duo is delved into as we see many charming actresses running and screaming before having their eyes gouged out and eaten allegedly much of the horrid story is derived from the life of serial killer edmund kemper which makes a lot of sense uh yeah there there's a certain skeezy vibe to some of that stuff and hearing that was like his pictures on the wiki for this movie which was kind of like oh hey there's that guy from mindhunter uh yeah hopefully
1: they have the real guy's face and not that actor's. they don't have cameron Britton's face it's the real
0: real murder man i feel bad for Uh, that guy who oh is he he a
1: typecast dude now i kind of think so and he just looked so remarkably like him like like he just and his temperament and everything he carried himself it's just
0: I guess so. He did play Plague in the girl with the trap in the spider's web or whatever, like the sequel. Uh, And then he was in Umbrella Academy and stuff, but I don't know. Uh, Yeah, but he's not in this movie. Uh, A bunch of ladies are in this movie.
1: Man, this cast of young actors... Yeah. It's kind of stacked.
0: I know, but it sort of stings a bit because they're just going to die terribly. (laughs) So it's like (laughs) the more you like like somebody... (laughs) It's the such more a sad movie, it's gonna be
1: yeah you got you got katie cassidy in the lead i always forget who the lead of this movie is because it has so many like potential could be
0: leads, could be leads. Yeah. yeah it so kind of katie
1: cassidy in the lead you got mary elizabeth winstead uh as the kind of like the secondary figure
0: i'm gonna say third because michelle Trachtenberg. yeah Trachtenberg gives also. A, a lot of snarky lines and helps that coffee. drunk girl so yeah. Yeah. And
1: then Lacey Chabert, right off of like Mean Girls and Party of Five, mm-hmm. also there. Yeah. And Andrea and, uh, Martin
0: is the house mother uh, from in the original. Yeah. And apparently was also in the original, which I haven't seen. And I'm curious if I'll like that movie. Oh, it's but it's nothing
1: like this movie. When I when I when I saw the original, like I held off seeing it because I was like, if it's like this movie in any way, I don't really want to watch this again. Okay. This movie is completely original in its take on this thing. It's like they called a Black Christmas to like elicit people to think it's a remake. But I promise you there's zero like the only connective tissue is a sorority house.
0: Well, there's a sorority house and murders, right? Yes. And creepy phone calls. Like it sounded and like creep- there was a decent amount. But like but- those are
1: all like there's zero plot oriented things in the things you just said.
0: Okay. I, I, the the notion Glenn Morgan was saying was he wanted to delve into the backstory that is only hinted at in the original. Like there's names mentioned in the some of the creepy phone calls that aren't explored at all. Yeah, but uh, the guy and is, this is going into that differently.
1: Sure. But, but the guy doesn't have like there's none of that over the topness of it. It's much more of a thriller and less of a slasher film.
0: Okay. Yeah, they did say there was a lot less like gore and violence. Well, I guess. Yeah, it was but
1: pre it's like it's like one of those pre-Halloween slasher films that people are like, "Oh, this inspired the slasher film," but it was before. These
0: yeah, it was 1974. Existed. Which I'm still curious about it because if it's less trashy, maybe I'll have more fun. <laughs> also, <laughs> you know? also
1: has a crazy stat cast because you got Margot Kidder and Olivia Hussey in that movie too. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's good. I quite liked. And it's uh, Bob
0: Clark who produced this, and it was kind of his last project of any kind before he passed away.
1: Yeah, in a car uh, accident. Like
0: oh, was picture. it? Yeah. Just he was ex- quite elderly, so I assumed it was
1: natural causes. But no, yeah, it okay. was. Uh, only yeah, he was only. I think yeah, he was quite elderly, but it was a car accident because he had planned on making a sequel to his film after this one bombed. Yeah. Because he signed off on Glenn Morgan's script. So, Connective Tissue. I'm, I'm watching the final, the final Destination films right now. Mm-hmm. And then this just clicked for me because. Glenn Morgan is the writer of the first and third final destination film.
0: Yes. he He's kind of a collaborator with James Wong who uh, directed the third one. And for sure, maybe the first one, uh, I was mostly reading about the third one cause Mary Elizabeth Winstead basically walked off the set of that right onto this, like leaving the airport from that shoot was talking to Glenn Morgan and got signed on as Heather for this movie. Uh, and I think she, there's, there's trivia to the fe- effect that she was offered the final girl part here, but she opted not to do that. So she didn't get like boxed into that as her girlness. role. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So not only that, though, his wife is in this movie, who's also in the first final destination film. Katie. What's her name? Uh, She's the teacher in the first final destination film. It's uh, Kristen Cloak. Cloak. Okay.
0: Got the name wrong.
1: And then the drunk sorority girl. Yeah. Is also in Final Destination 3. Okay. She's one of the two girls. She's that the aren't... tanning bed yes. girls. Yeah. Okay. I did read that.
0: I so. like Final Destination 3. It's pretty yeah. goofy. It has the choose your own adventure DVD.
1: DVD. Yeah. Uh, I mean, which... it's pretty goofy on its own. It's so we just watched the first two. And the first one is kind of serious, second one's kind of serious, and then they brought back the first director and then for the third one, and then brought back the second director for the fourth, and both of those movies are so over-the-top not serious.
0: They start loosening up and goofing around more, yeah.
1: Yeah, like there's a formula now that they're following. Anyways, yeah, this connective tissue is... I didn't put them together, because he's also the, the writer of uh, the one...
0: Yes, co-writer of the Jet Li film that we enjoy uh, with him hopping to different dimensions to power up by killing himself.
1: By killing his alternate versions, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. multiversal stuff. Uh, yeah, like collaborated with
1: James Wong on that one too. Yeah, so.
0: uh, James Wong is extensive in the behind the scenes stuff. I do have this on DVD. I think I inherited your two disc edition yes. when I'm assuming you upgraded to the Canadian Blu-ray.
1: I have zero. I gave it to you. I just gave it away. Oh, you do not have this movie anymore. I do not have this movie. I okay. Really like this movie.
0: Do you not like this
1: movie? So, so <laughs> I am. I might. My, my my. I've grown to like it now that I've read a few of the things of like. Oh, I feel bad for Glenn Morgan because I would like his movie. A.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because
1: those scenes that we mentioned in the intro are like the reasons why this movie is so deeply just not fun for me because it's just too much.
0: Okay, let, let's get to that then because, yeah, I had a very wild ride today with this movie because I, I was like, we don't do 55-minute rules here because we can't. It's the show. <laughs> but I was at that point with this one where I was like, man, this is so unpleasant and, like, grimy, and yeah. everyone's dying so unfairly, and I like all of them to some degree. There's yeah. nothing awful about these no, there's not a young single often
1: person. The only person awful... Is like the boyfriend and he dies near the end. He's one of the last ones to die.
0: Yeah, he and he he's more awful because he I don't I don't really even know. It's like he had a relationship with one of the sorority girls and then didn't tell the new one he's dating that no, he did. He's,
1: that's a lie. He that's why he was sneaking in through Megan's window because he was trying to hook up with her. Is Megan dead though at that Megan, point in the movie? At that point is she died one of the first ones to die yeah okay so and then i was kind of losing like
0: oh was he with claire or something because she no, died like that's right why away he used that as
1: an excuse at, to be like oh yeah that's why i came out of her room was because her windows open yours wasn't and it was like no you just got busted being in her room yeah okay okay so, um that's that uh, kate hudson's young older brother huh
0: oh oliver hudson yeah, is Goldie that
1: hans kid yeah
0: okay okay <laughs> weird uh where what, Where does Wyatt Russell fig, figure into anything?
1: That is that is after... So, Goldie <laughs> Hawn has a couple kids with her previous partner.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then Kurt showed up. They had Wyatt. And then he is like the... He's the stepdad to the two. But they both consider him their dad-dad because dad, the other guy's not around.
0: Oh, okay. So. Okay. So, sort of half-siblings or whatever. But, uh, all yes. right. Uh, but, oh, man. Like, I'm just... I'm trying to think where where I was kind of getting icked out with this movie. Like Oh,
1: it started with the 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 uh for me it was like the the scene where the killer's mom is having sex with her boyfriend. He passes out drunk and then she crawls over to have sex with her kid. And then yeah. a baby comes out.
0: That certainly solidified it, but I feel like I was getting there before that even. Like, just something about the colored lighting and the 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 weird angles. Yeah, Yeah. they're all
1: really kind of awkwardly tight into people's faces.
0: There yeah. and there's like a color corrected like jaundice look they go with for him as a kid like <laughs> yeah, Willy he's got Lens a, or whatever
1: a, a liver disease of some sort that makes his yeah, skin yellow makes his
0: skin like yellow bastard in Sin yeah, City yellow, yellow bastard. like crazy like. yellow I was
1: like oh and it's dimension so yeah they probably use the same effect they use with uh, it's like
0: oh I got this uh, clickable right here for that <laughs> and there you go he's yellow uh it's it's just it's too much or something it's just over the top like morbid and gothic in a way I'm not having fun with at all. Oh no, And it's... that is like setting the stage for all these grisly killings that aren't like Jason killings where there's a certain level of like detachment or something. This all felt like extremely unearned, terrible things well, that were so happening. So in
1: a Friday the 13th movie, you only really get to know the final girl and her boyfriend. Yeah. And then you see a bunch of like, two dimensional characters that are all have their issues. Like one is like a jerk pop like jock person. One's a nerd. One is like super promiscuous. One drinks a lot. One's rude. One's like too jokey. Something, right? Like there's Pothead always a list or of, whatever. Yeah. Like there's no other characteristics to them. Or they just happen to be camping and then <laughs> We didn't get to know them at all, so... I guess
0: so. Even that group, though, is, like, looking for this big weed score or whatever, which, like, I'm not mad at that. That's fine. Like, I'm not... You don't deserve any bad happenings for that, but the movie's logic allows it, I guess. But this
1: movie, like, all of these girls, like, they're all kind of catty with each other for a little bit, but then you all really quickly... The only one who's actually not a really great person is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Like, she's the only one that's kind of selfish in this movie.
0: Well, yeah, she she's the one that's just, like, talking down about other characters and just wants to get out of there mm-hmm. and isn't interested in hanging around or whatever. But, yeah, well, there, there's a certain that... buddy atmosphere with, like, everybody's just sitting around the couch drinking wine or whatever, and it's all really fun. But it can't – it's all going to be destroyed, and it's just upsetting seeing it happen.
1: Oh, sure. Because, like, yeah, like, Mary Elizabeth also had that scene where she didn't know what a snowbrush was. Like...
0: That's that. That's a good moment. That's way later. That's like around the hour mark. But yeah, that that's a that that scene is a. It's a great line delivery. It's a funny joke where she's from like Alabama or something. So she's presented with a snowbrush and just goes like, "What what is that thing? I don't." And it's like, ugh, you entitled brat. I'll I'll do it. You Southern princess or whatever. But then Andrea Martin also doesn't know how to use a snow brush. She's brushing it with the brush end for ice. Yes. If you notice, yeah, so it notice. sort of undercuts the joke.
1: Um, I also but, think you. I mean, it's fake ice, so you probably couldn't scrape it without it like coming off super easily. So yeah. It's like a tricky thing. Some but, of the um, fake
0: snow looks a little too pebbly or something. It looked yeah. weird. Uh, but... Katie
1: so yeah katie michelle Lacey, and crystal i don't know the character names i just know the actors names
0: oh okay whereas i mostly know character names so we're gonna have fun <laughs> so
1: katie cassidy is the main character yeah Lacey chabert is the one who's like i'm capable but i'm kind of ditzy but she's like the capable one she's the one i that think goes
0: she's in... dana is yeah. the name
1: yeah. yeah uh the michelle is the one who doesn't really have a personality other than she takes care of crystal
0: yeah she she's kind of the most sarcastic maybe, and then sure. is is helps with the uh, crystal when she's puking and yeah. having a tough time with the horrible alcohol decisions she's making earlier like yeah. as soon as she downed a shot of tequila and then just started drinking red wine, it's just like all right, that's terrible. My stomach hurts seeing that <laughs> happen like my gastrointestinal sure. system is responding, yeah but uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. so they're all hanging out. But this is after the opening scene. What is the opening scene? I watched it today as well. It's just all kind of like blanking in my brain. The opening scene kind of establishes him as a kid, right?
0: Uh well, you get kind of the asylum stuff with like oh, yeah. Santa Claus visiting the asylum and being like, yes. Oh, Willie Lenz? Like, are you serious? Is he here? And it's like, yeah. Like the infamous Christmas killer or whatever. And then they kind of joke around about that, give him some chicken, and talk about cannibalism. Uh, And then uh, he gets a candy cane as part of his Christmas dinner, which seems like a terrible idea. Especially
1: because... This, they, they, they live in padded rooms, so they'd be on like, Suicide Watch too, right? Like- for sure,
0: also that. But like I, I have sucked on candy and gotten it to the point where it's like, yikes, that is razor sharp. I'm an idiot like for for sucking this cane so it forms this horrible point. It's almost an accident that can happen. Uh, so he, of course, uses that as a stabbing tool on this guard that just does not trust that locks work very well or, or something (laughs) like, it's just like, he sees a hole in like the piping area of this, this cell, a a
1: hole that a child sized human being would try to have a tough time fitting through.
0: Yeah. And then he goes, Oh, I guess he escaped or something. and immediately opens the door and I was like, Oh, well there you go. That's a decision. I guess you're done. then He
1: crawls. (laughs) Like he doesn't check the bed. That's completely, he does not secure
0: the room sort of like our cops in Texas chainsaw. And just sort of starts peering in this hole with his flashlight and, of course, gets ganked yeah. uh, immediately. But this was already like throwing me a bit was like wrestling with what was going on in this movie because there's already been a murder at the house. You yeah, know, So I
1: think at this point you're supposed to be like, wait, how are you? How is there murder at the house? And we are now meeting the murderer for the first time.
0: Right. It's like, well, there's this known murderer who is escaping right now. But unless this movie is playing some like Christopher Nolan time tricks, which I don't <laughs> think it is, uh, this is happening at the same time on the same night. So someone amongst the sorority girls is a traitor or something. Well, they definitely is a murderer.
1: they spend the rest of the movie kind of slowly unveiling the backstory of this lens. And his. Well, what's his name? This Lens, L-E-N-Z. But yeah. Billy and Agnes, right? Like, they try to...
0: They do, and then there's this sort of red herring character that's, like, the weird roommate that uh, Eve Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character does not trust. Uh, I think it's Eve. She's this yeah, very Eve. tall, kind of nerdy girl yeah. who has, like, uh, thick glasses or whatever. And she's barely in this movie. Like, she she appears downstairs suddenly after some crimeing has happened. So she's sort of a natural, like, fit for being like, well she's pretty imposing and she hasn't been accounted for during these crimes so maybe it's her and then she leaves i don't think i
1: ever thought that because like right off the bat the glimpses we got of that person seemed hulking and i was like oh this is gonna be this and then once we saw billy like what he looked like i was like there's no subtlety to this movie
0: Like, Billy's tiny? Or what do you mean? No,
1: like, there's just no... Like, his orange skin, the flashing... Like, his red-yellow skin, the flashing lights, like, the murders being super graphic. Like, I don't think there was... I never really thought of, like, a whodunit situation. I guess so. Like, yeah,
0: it was like, well, is somebody gonna be in makeup and they were super yellow underneath? Is this movie gonna do that? But (laughs) no. Like, every time Billy's around, he's just extremely yellow. But even,
1: like, the second person, I was never really thinking about who the identity was because... I didn't get scream vibes of like oh there's a secret second killer it was just like they'll tell us eventually about I, who this I other guess is. but
0: I I wanted something to engage my attention oh, yeah. no, I, understand I what you were
1: saying I'm just saying I don't think this movie was there for that
0: No and I, I was even wondering if it's like I don't remember how this goes like is Andrea Martin a murderer? I just don't remember <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing like I wasn't Great. sure what was going to go on uh but I don't know this this movie Really, really brought me down. <laughs>
1: I thought this was <laughs> this a real. Bummer. A bit of a downer. No, it totally is. I was went... Yeah,
0: once they established like the the incestuous backstory or whatever, it was just like, oh, that's so creepy. And then the the cannibal scene is so much like well, it was that just... whole
1: sequence, Nathan. Because even it starts with like, so we have this scene where Billy gets raped by his mom, and then we cut to Agnes being born, like as a baby. And yeah. And their mom loves this Agnes. She thinks like Agnes is her perfect kid, whereas Billy was the imperfect one, right? Because yeah. she she murdered Billy's father in an earlier scene because he
0: because he she like uh, Billy reminded her of him or whatever. Yeah, and then she murdered him way.
1: because he wanted a better life for Billy.
0: I guess so. Yeah, he was he was more of a conscientious parent or whatever. Oh,
1: and he no no that's what it is she, he he caught her cheating. And then she and her boyfriend murdered him. Murdered him. And he
0: witnessed it. And then after that, they locked him in the attic. Yeah. So he couldn't, like, come to anybody with that information or whatever. So then Agnes
1: is born. And then Agnes is a kid. Yeah. And then uh, Billy shows up one Christmas morning to be like, this is my family yeah
0: in 1991 yeah they they date all of these things so i think it's like i I
1: can't believe you kept track of any of this information yeah 1970
0: billy is born 1975 little billy witnesses this murder 82 is when agnes is there like 12 year olds billy gets like molested and everything and it's really unpleasant uh and then 1991 is 21 year old billy and like nine year old agnes yeah uh, so he raids Christmas and kills both. Well, killers. first
1: he attacks. So this is the thing I don't like. I never understood about this movie because he does. He he attacks and rips Agnes. out Agnes's eye. Yeah, and then eats it.
0: Yeah, I think so. That okay. certainly becomes a running thing, which was such a gross little detail. Yeah, for that. And then this movie.
1: cut to him pulling his mom into the kitchen taking a cookie cutter and then making up a bunch of flush oh but first cookies. he beats
0: her with this rolling pin right, forever. Yeah, forever and it's it's just such a vicious moment in general it kind of brought like negative like there's a certain kind of movie violence that like does just make me go oh and I I think it might be like matricide or patricide like parent murdering is just such a vicious extra detail for some reason oh
1: that's not that's not for me because I mean like Macbeth has like half of Shakespeare has has those concepts in them and doesn't bug me. For me, it's like it's the extra length, like that those extra few hits. Yeah, like it's that Rob Zombie quality of like we're gonna like make this like as similar to real life violence as possible, and you're just like, yeah, I don't want it, that.
0: It reminded me of this other Christmas horror movie, Christmas Evil. which I I caught a little moment of that has like a decapitation in the early bit of the movie. And it's too much. Like it's too real and too grimly hits. Uh, No, no. It's more just how it's like cut off or whatever. They, they linger on it in this really gross way that made me feel like the same way of just like, oh, this is terrible. Like, this is, like, mm-hmm. somehow I'm a fly on the wall in, like, the worst room in America right now seeing this happen. <laughs> and no, then, that's... yeah, he grabs the cookie cutters and makes this, like, bacon bake, like,
1: uh, <laughs> thing.
0: And they, they like, zoom in on his mouth as he's chewing and stuff. It's just totally diseased so this and terrible. Scene,
1: <laughs> this scene is always sat in my brain as, like, the, honestly, the biggest red flag, my least favorite scene in the whole film. and takes away from any type of fun I could be and it's early in the movie it's like the, the half
0: hour mark in the movie and,
1: and to read yeah. that bob weinstein was like we need to have a more violence and the violence needs to be harder yeah we need to include this incestuous scene because eventually originally agnes was just going to be her his sister pure sister and yeah. then they said hey how great would it be if it's also a, her sister daughter situation work for chinatown
0: and it's yeah. like that's a
1: terrible reason bob but yeah. and then and then he was like specifically fought for this cookie cutter cannibalism scene yeah that glenn morgan was like that's like his big reason why he hates this movie is just how these things got ran away from him
0: it's crazy there, there's little stories of like stuff being shot without him okay have around. you seen the trailer uh, I wanted to watch the trailer, but I didn't. I didn't do that okay. extra homework. I, I will before the <clears throat> ranking because I've heard it's pretty amazing. But... I watched the
1: trailer, and there are only flashes. But yeah, there's scenes of like a girl that's not in this movie down by a frozen lake, like brushing away snow, and then there's alternate deaths, like Lacey Chabert being sucked into a a wood chipper. Like, yeah, wood chipper, something like that. And I was just like, a oh snowblower? yeah, I forget. Those yeah. the two scenes with the alternate actors filming these things are they don't fit even in the trailer. Like they don't look like they're part of the same movie.
0: And uh, there's something about like getting tangled up in Christmas lights or something, right? Yeah. Which like well, the cover for like, this movie is like tangled yeah. up in
1: Christmas lights as the wood chipper sucking her in. Um, which and is, that like, just okay, doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't happen. So there's and then what was the story that like Mary Elizabeth Winstead took heard wind of this like secret filming that was happening on set and then told glenn morgan and then glenn morgan just like lost his mind so he eventually had to do some secret filming too because later in the movie when michelle Trachtenberg gets killed yeah they had to film a version that the weinsteins wanted um i watched
0: this version it's on it's on my dvd it's yeah yeah,
1: it's uh and it was the version that was put in the uk release of this movie not in the north american Yeah. yeah so her eyes get pulled out like normal But then Agnes puts her fingers into her skull while she's alive and drags her down the hallway while she's kicking and screaming. And I was like, this is, like, even Glenn was like, this is too mean for a character that nobody dislikes. Nobody
0: dislikes. Like, she's our funny character in this movie. Like, why would we do that? Like, if anything, yeah. Like, the version in this movie is almost a goofy death with the skates. Like, it's so dumb.
1: And I got There's a little layer of, like, irony there because she did that. At this point, she did like a, a big Disney movie called Ice Princess, where she plays yeah. like. So it was like, oh, this is great. She got this. This
0: it. is kind of having fun with it a little bit, yeah. Like Agnes throws a pair of skates at her, and her head just like bursts open. And yeah. it's like, well, that wouldn't happen, but at least it's kind of nutty. Yeah. So okay, I'll accept but that first it one, as a horror death.
1: That scene is it's terrible. Like this is not a. It's a, such a bad scene?
0: No, it's just mean. Yeah, and I uh, like it's it's tough to like. It seems like the Weinstein's wanted this to be mean because they had a weird success last year, like the year previous, with Wolf Creek, which I've yeah. only heard is a really mean movie. So Yeah, I
1: started watching it because I, I kept hearing good things about it. And then it was like at the 40-minute mark that I realized, like, oh, there's only two characters left.
0: They're just going to get tortured for like And I was like, yeah, minutes. this is a torture yeah. porn
1: movie. And I was like, oh, I'm good. And I turned it off because I was like, I don't – I hate torture porn. Like, I hate it. And even yeah. when – also hates it but he's like he's like yeah there's a space for it in these movies but we make but this was never supposed to be that type of movie
0: it is it is like tragic seeing the behind the scenes documentary of this like interviewing him and stuff because you very much get the sense that he is making a movie he doesn't really want to make but he's trying to make it as well as he can and like get bob clark's blessing and everything and do it right Mm -hmm. but then off screen he's getting all these demands to make it more tortury and more vicious and all this and it's going against everything he wants to do because there's like alternate ending that's extremely tame that that was there it was just like oh really like that's all right like that that would have been a 75 minute movie with like the two of them surviving in the hospital and then getting a creepy phone call and that's it end of movie Oh, you know? the old alternate one that I saw was there's b- several, but the first one was the super nothing ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
1: heard. So this is one where they're both dead, but then she gets a creepy phone call, saying like hinting at that Billy or Agnes. It's is like, alive, oh my right? god,
0: it's Kyle's phone is still calling yeah, yeah, yeah. us. And it's like the one that okay. I saw
1: was it's like they split the re- the real ending in half, and they just Billy was dead and never comes back for a final act situation.
0: Yeah, there was a couple variations of that. There's one where he's, like, super burnt, which makes sense, given the ending. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I was so thrown by, like, how untouched these corpses were that show up at the hospital morgue. Well, Billy's,
1: Billy's face had a little bit of burn on it.
0: A little bit, but, like, for, like, oh, these people must have died in this fire. Let's haul them down to the morgue. It's just, like, why would you think that person's dead? Like, <laughs> like in, the, in the finished version. Uh, but there's one where like Billy's covered with burns and like is hooked up to a heart monitor and they show like uh, Katie Cassidy or whatever, like, see, he's dead. And then his, her mom is there and walks her out and that's it. Like mm. end of movie. So no
1: Agnes uh, fight either. In
0: that there, one. There's one that still has the Agnes fight. And then there's one that has like uh, two orderlies or something in the room where Billy was. And, like, he's cleaning up ashy blankets or something, and it's just like, hey, uh, I'm here for the body. What? The morgue guy already took it. Huh. No, he didn't. I'm the morgue guy. Oh, shh. Oh, shh. What? <laughs> and then they run out of the room, and then you see Billy's eye in the wall, like, behind yeah. the smoke alarm, staring <laughs> out, staring at
1: everybody. Okay, There's... I, I never saw that one. That's the one I wish I kind of saw, because that sounds... <laughs> yeah ridiculous it's the at least we, kind of silly but what yeah. we ended up getting was just so unimaginative though like it just was like more yeah. mayhem i remember turning the like seeing the time and being like when we got to the hospital like oh movie's done and the i 100 like, did this too i was like but it's left
0: whoa we're at 75 there's a whole other thing that must happen i guess and yeah, yeah then there's this double attack in the hospital which again,
1: uh, <laughs> the Billy one makes no sense. Agnes makes fine because she doesn't. You don't see her in the fire. She's somewhere deeper in the house. She could escape. I but guess the,
0: so. It was quite a gnarly fall through the wall. Like I thought that was pretty. She lived in
1: the walls of this house for years, man.
0: I know, but it, it's a cool. I, I'll say it was just kind of a cool stunt shot of a person like falling down this crevice or whatever. It was. It was pretty gnarly. Does but... the
1: movie set up why they decided <laughs> to start killing people this year?
0: oh man like there's sort of this lore given to willie where it's like oh every year he tries to escape like he's always trying to get back to his house for christmas
1: this is the year agnes because this has been a successful like this has been a fried house since 92 (laughs) like the year after
0: (laughs) yeah actually andrea martin has dialogue saying like 93 maybe is her first year as house mother or or being a sister there or whatever yeah
1: this means women have been living here and like the director's wife, uh Cloak, she comes back because she's a legacy sister. Her, her her sister Megan or Claire Claire is her Claire. sister. She's the first current we see in there. the movie. Yeah. Um she dies, but she comes back and so she is a legacy, so she was here in the nineties too. So why is Agnes now just killed she, for the first time?
0: I think they kind of verbally state this she just got released from like uh orphanage or sanitarium so makes or something
1: for she was eight how old was she in she's...
0: she was nine in 1991 and, and now this it's 15 is, this years 2006, later six though so yeah 15... so she's like 24 or something
1: but you don't get released from an orphanage at 24
0: apparently that's what happens <laughs> okay <laughs> or or she was released in like 2001 and just has been living in the house that's what i'm saying creepy. Like, so there's
1: been years of her just living in this house and then the year her brother escapes, well, father, brother escapes, yeah. is the year she starts murdering people, but she doesn't know he's escaping.
0: No, yeah, they don't coordinate this. It's not like Agnes breaks him out or anything. He also, independently breaks out. It's yeah. okay
1: with her brother, father. After the eye stabbing After incident. Eye like, couch. why are
0: they teammates? Yeah. yeah. It's sort of weird. Like, if it was like oh, Billy's coming home and he's a threat to Agnes too, then yeah. there'd be like competing murderers or something. Uh, but they don't do that. I yeah. will
1: say one good piece of casting uh, was Agnes's casting.
0: Oh, the like stunt dude, Dean oh, or no, whatever? No,
1: no, no. A s- first assistant camera, second unit dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of him in the special features of like, he was a focus puller for yeah. like a dozen years and was getting really bored with that. And then just kind of was cast as the murderer.
1: Well, no, I think it was one day it was, like, Glenn... The note I saw was, like, Glenn was just like... Okay, well, then this guy will be... Like, his daughter was on set and be like... Oh, that's the guy that should be the person. And I was like, all right. And then they casted...
0: Actually, yeah, I think he was going to play Billy. But then they ended up going with the two murderers thing. So he became Agnes. Yeah. Uh, but either way, yeah, he was going to be a murderer in it. And he's pretty excited about it. And apparently... Like this. This is the like divergence in my brain because the actual experience of watching the ninety minutes of all these people getting terrorized and murdered was terrible. Like I was really upset and having an an awful time. And then watching the special features, I started like feeling sad that it wasn't a good movie because the cast was having a fun time. Yeah. Like the crew was having a fun time. Like Michelle Trachtenberg is getting strangled with a bag or whatever, and then laughing immediately because she well, wanted yeah, that she, to happen. What I
1: read was like she signed up for this movie, and she's like her only stipulation was that she gets to be killed. Like, she like I do wanna, not get
0: to be the final girl. I want to die in a yeah. horror movie. Is and it's like that's do. what a lot
1: of the actors were like. Yeah, I'm game for this movie. It seems like Glenn Morgan built, like a rapport in Hollywood as a guy that people would do favors for
0: yeah, it sounds like uh, well him and James Wong working together, but then he was second unit on Final Destination and that group of people enjoyed working with him and they made Willard that Crispin Glover movie mm-hmm. and enjoyed working with him. So it seemed like he had a good little thing going, but the I, I have to point at the Weinstein's meddling that made oh, this yeah. like so like unforgivably bleak and dark. Instead of fun, because like this movie starts to enter the rhythms of a good slasher movie in like the second half, yeah. but it's too firmly shadowed at this point for me to have fun with it. Oh, yeah, when the, you know, when
1: it's the two of them running around the house trying to escape type of stuff, that's some pretty good stuff in there. Yeah, there's solid
0: like horror beats with that. Like, uh, some of the group wants to escape in a car. Some of the group is trying to see how they're doing through windows in the house and make sure they're okay and well, all this kind no, of stuff. And see
1: if and make sure their friends aren't going to be. That's the big thing that was the big emotional crux of that scene with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Andrea Martin. Was like, we have somebody who we don't know if she's safe, and they're like, we could stay with us until go look for them. And they're like, we'll go get the cops. You guys worry about that person because that what's her face Crystal Lowe is sleeping upstairs. Yeah. When Mary Elizabeth Winstead and, and Andrea Martin leave. And they're just like, no, we're peacing out. If you don't come with us too bad, we're going no matter what.
0: Right. Because at this point they've had a frustrating phone call with the police where it's like, hey, the road is snowed out. We won't be able to get there for two hours.
1: And the power is out in their building, like their house specifically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then one of them has like kind of almost the Abed community idea of just like, no, we'll all just grab fire pokers or whatever and stand in this room and keep an eye on each other and we'll be fine. And then it's just like, no, 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 we got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> someone shoots it down. But she's like, no, that might work. You all just stand back to back with knives. Yeah. And then no, who's going to get you? <laughs>
1: so. uh, but then there's, like, there are some good choices along the way. Like, Lacey Chabert's scene, when she's outside, she, like, is smoking on the front porch. And she has this little hole where she drops her cigarettes in two. And she drops it. And then all of a sudden she hears this, like, subtle somebody who's, like, wapping something away like like
0: got... yeah it it landed on somebody's face or something like yeah. she heard rustling
1: yeah and i really appreciated that it wasn't this like because so many scenes of this movie had this like really well lit eye staring through a hole that this scene <laughs> could have done that too but it chose not to
0: be like was she right was there somebody under there yeah, like, like, yeah I it's a little coy happened. about it
1: yeah and her they... death came yeah. and it was far too graphic she there's this there's this shot of her and she's, like, struggling, and then all of a sudden she gets stabbed, and then she does this thing with her head where she just, like, like, like the killer's moving her body in a way that made her feel like she's really dead and limp. And I was like, yeah. that's just not pleasant to look at. This is they're, not a pleasant...
0: Again, yeah, I agree. It's, like, an unpleasant moment where, like, she suddenly goes stiff as a board or whatever. It's, yeah. it's kind of gnarly. But there's a behind-the-scenes with the actress kind of, like, laughing with dirt in her teeth and stuff and, like, <laughs> with the trowel or whatever, like, with the gardening tool and everything. Like, it's just, like, this sucks because, like, these people had fun making this, but it's such a, like, joyless, harsh movie. And honestly, it comes out of, like, the other –
1: so they shot this horror movie in two kind of halves, right? Like, there's the half of the horror movie with all the girls in the house with the two killers. But then there's this other half, which is, like, the story of Billy and Agnes. And for me, honestly, if that stuff was tamed down to what he wanted – which mm-hmm. is like a simple abuse story, no incest, no cannibalism. Yeah, just abuse. It might have been
0: more more palatable or something, or less aggressive. Potentially,
1: I'm not guaranteeing it because there's still choices that could have been made by him that were like those camera angle shots, totally his choice, like how he's setting up those camera shots.
0: Yeah, there there's some method to that because like this is another thing I just find frustrating about this movie is like the deck is so stacked against the girls because. The the people who are terrorizing them owned this house and have all these like secret passages and like peepholes and all this stuff set up already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they just get to be like voyeuristic and creepy, but they <laughs> yeah. they kind of have home to, home court advantage or whatever. Like they they know all the secrets of this house and the that's girls don't. Like Jason yeah. at
1: Camp Crystal Lake, though.
0: I guess so. It's just it's just one more thing that's just you know like I think what I. I can even give nightmare on Elm street is like those two characters are like trying to figure out something and work together to solve this. And they don't get killed, you know, like they they're rewarded for their efforts or something. This just feels hopeless for these characters. (laughs) Like, it's just like no matter how good an idea these, these people have, it's just not going to go their way. Like, cause this is this movie. Like I was almost even waiting for a stinger ending where like, the defibrillator to Agnes didn't kill her, and like suddenly she pops up behind Katie Cassidy and just kills her. And it's yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Screw and that's you. That's where like, like these extra a couple
1: endings where she's not they they're they're not dead, so this continues in some
0: way. Yeah, like it's either a creepy phone call or like Billy's hiding in the wall or whatever. Like there is neither things. of them are
1: definitively killed. Like neither of them have their heads chopped off.
0: I feel Billy should be dead. He was fully impaled by a Christmas tree, so. <laughs> That like, like that terrible. should get it that you that can even see terrible. like intestine wrapping around the
1: yeah. the star or whatever uh, so that death isn't terrible it's not a terrible death uh, agnes is a yeah. pretty silly death billy's is not terrible.
0: i honestly didn't even read that as a death i thought she would die hard back like she would be back after that oh you sure. know because yeah. like yeah like katie charges up the defibrillator and kind of fries her head or whatever but i was just like i don't know like she survived that house fire like nothing So (laughs) (laughs) maybe this gives her electric powers. Like I don't know, what's the logic in this? Uh, Uh, I mean,
1: the one thing that Glenn Morgan got going for him is that he then just picked up writing jobs after this movie. Like he just he's been a a consistent like writer throughout the years. He just hasn't never directed again.
0: uh, I mostly was hearing he worked on like X Files and he definitely worked on he
1: well he directed a couple episodes of X Files, but he went to TV. Like he's he's written one, two, three, four, five. Six seven shows, he wrote uh four episodes of the newest Twilight Zone Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot. Yeah, yeah. so like there's so he, yeah, he didn't get to direct again and he knew that that was what on the bubble because Willard kind of, yeah,
0: knew. no, it's weird how candid this these interviews are. Like, it's just like, God I just hope this makes money because like if it doesn't, I'm done. Like, Willard didn't do well, so if, well, if this doesn't work out, rat
1: movie, like, do I want to see a PG 13 rat movie?
0: I mean crispin's well cast in that like that's like a
1: good choice for I don't sure know. i'm not taking that away i'm just saying like but the pg-13 horror movie just seems to be uh, like once i see well, a horror movie unless it's like a spielberg type movie yeah i, I mean don't i'd almost see... call
0: that movie more like burtonian or something like it's more of a creepy weird gothic thing it's not like is dark shadows a horror movie like not no really.
1: i guess not i mean but it's still, like, the premise, the way that they sold it was, like, this guy uses rats to kill people.
0: To kill people, but then it's sort of toned down, Yeah, you know? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, where it's, like, Dark Shadows doesn't get toned, like, doesn't get pitched. <laughs> Dark Shadows is, is exactly what they pitch, which is, like, hey, a really over-the-top soap opera parody.
0: Yeah. With monsters. With monsters. So, uh, anyways. Sure, yeah. I'm, but... I'm not taking
1: away from Willard. I'm just saying, like, it's a PG-13 horror movie just seems to be kind of. The death null. Uh,
0: there was fears that this would be that, and it isn't. It's very vicious with, like, the eyeball stuff, and a lot of the kills are pretty gnarly. But, man, like, I, I don't know that I want it to be toned down to PG-13. That's what the Blumhouse one is, right? Like, yeah. the new one. Which people uh, hate
1: for that reason, and yeah. sexism. But That's the thing. I was kind of, like,
0: hoping there could be a feminist version of this story where, like savvy girls that listen to true crime podcasts, like know how to deal with this shit and just don't die. <laughs> you know? I, I, fair,
1: I never watched this new one. It was one of those things where people hated it, but critics weren't hundred percent against it. Okay. But I just never, I never got around to watching it.
0: Cause there, there's like some talk in this movie of like, like uh, they're, the girls are all talking at the beginning and it's kind of like, no, 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 Willie wasn't a serial killer. He was a spree killer and stuff. Like they kind of have some knowledge of, of this sure. area but then when it comes down to it they're still just getting chased and stabbed and whatever like they're no more capable or armed with knowledge to deal with this yeah. which was kind of a bummer because i felt they could be <laughs> uh they're also all kind of drunk so this is not going well it's not good night to be attacked <laughs> but no it's true uh it's true uh, yeah, yeah I, I just I, don't, I, don't I wish know. this movie didn't play the deck this way or whatever. Like it's it's just a grimy, grisly time, and like I I don't know. This probably is the closest I felt to what Roger was describing with Texas, where it's just like I just want to get out of there. Like I just didn't
1: like. Yeah, this. for sure. I honestly I I I know what you're saying, but this this kind of like maxes out the Texas feelings I have. Like, never okay. once in Texas did I feel like I want to turn it off or whatever. I just kind of like skipped like, this. Well, yeah. that feel of that movie does make me feel kind of gross and I don't want to watch it. Whereas this movie's like, ugh, oh, this is so much of it. Like, it's so much of it that mm-hmm. I just. It does give me Rob Zombie vibes. And this is like in the early 2000s, was Rob Zombie's era. Like, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects and Halloween yeah. were like his domain and
0: once they reveal like agnes is, is there and has this whole christmas tree set up upstairs or whatever like the amount of time they linger on these like like uh eyeball ripped corpses and like heads and things yeah. it's just like oh my god i just don't Or want just to look like at the this. bottom
1: shot the the uh, upward shot of her chewing uh an eyeball and it's squirting all over the camera it's just like
0: yeah, in some world, that's like a Peter Jackson or, like, a Sam Raimi bit or something, but they'd make it goofier rather than gross.
1: Yeah, they would know? add a little bit, like, a funky color coming out, or there'd be, like, a some sort of, like, Three Stooges sound happening when it, like, pops.
0: Yeah, I feel there's an eyeball pop in, like, Drag Me to Hell or something, right? Or, like, the teeth fly yeah, the teeth out teeth and shatter, <laughs> it's and it's ball. all gooey and crazy, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's gross, but it's, like, funny, too. Yes. And, like, the sound design and everything. This is just greasy and actually yeah, it's gross the gross, the shot
1: yeah. the what you nailed it was the shot of him eating the bacon cookies of just like oh that this close is the up. super
0: close-up on the mouth thing yeah. it's just
1: like oh man, that's I like just always gross that. anyways nobody really wants to see a close-up shot of something chewing food yeah but, but then, then they put the, the idea, insinuation that it's human yeah, flesh or put whatever the idea in like, there and then it's worse yeah
0: yeah at no point do the hannibal movie like there's cannibalism all over those but they're not like you know oh look at that he's chewing human meat well like, i mean
1: there's a little bit of that in uh, hannibal but people don't like that movie they don't really like that movie no, yeah that's true yeah. Oh, um man. i kind of do though which is whatever it's fun
0: yeah it this yeah but the behind the scenes it was yeah, kind I of nightmare ever
1: yeah want to go and watch this i i watched a few things but i didn't watch behind the scenes
0: There's a lot of it. There's like 48 minutes or more of just like these filmmakers talking about this gig or whatever. And it's sort of sad because coming off of just seeing it and being like, yeah, I really didn't enjoy that. (laughs) But your hearts were in it like you were trying. But I just just couldn't get over the hump or whatever and feel feel happy about most of what I was seeing. I think the first time I saw this, I was mostly there for Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And then she dies. Uh, you don't really see yeah. it though. She gets kind of a safe one where she's in oh. the car and suddenly the windshield's covered that gag in blood. So many
1: times in this movie, like the blood splatter. Yeah, because even oh, the man. Santa, I
0: don't even know what he did at the asylum to that like Santa <laughs> to Claus because it's just like cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what did he smash his head with? Like yeah. he just broke open apparently, but didn't mess up the suit too much didn't to then use the suit, it as the. So well, I mean, it's
1: a red suit though. Oh yeah. So You're right. Uh. Man, okay, I might have to borrow this DVD from you because I'm like looking for the behind the scenes documentary on YouTube, which is normally a kind of a solid go to, mm-hmm. and it's like not not there. Okay, so I'm gonna have to borrow this. <laughs> yeah, I can get depressing. you disc two because there's if something to these things. We one of my favorite behind the scenes things is the it was never meant to be as an interview special fe- uh, feature, but they got Mickey Rourke in to do a commentary for HL Art
0: yeah
1: and they ended up just having to turn it into a 15 minute thing because he just added nothing like he was like i don't, he just I don't didn't
0: remember like anything of interest and whatsoever so from like, that shoot oh yeah
1: like, what did you uh why did you want to do this movie oh alan parker okay <laughs> Later, uh, on like, so what, what was it like working scene? with robert de niro so like, oh, i don't i don't know
0: the de niro one is great it's just like yeah he, yeah he learned his lines and
1: yeah this dog through the scene and it's just so weird
0: oh you said yeah you also said he kind of had a rider where he gets to like smoke and drink as much as he wants and he's allowed to have his dog with him at all times so yeah i don't know know. anyways
1: so i just i'm always fascinated by like interesting behind the scenes because a lot of the ones are pretty like standard like movie studio approved talking points
0: Yeah, I mean, this can't obviously delve into like, yeah, our our producer partners at Dimension suck. Like, they can't do that. No, but but James Wong is like on set producer, uh, and they're getting along okay, but then there's sort of tension in the air a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know you can't.
1: But some of them are so, like, so perfectly studio approved where it's like only like. Yeah, like lucky. I
0: feel there's a bunch of DVDs, or like I I think there was even a thing for like uh the Invisible Man with like Chevy Chase or something. That's like this is like produced for HBO like yes. a ten minute featurette like promoting the movie. Yeah, it's basically a, those
1: things are promotions. Because I watched one for there was one that HBO made for Speed Two where they got um oh, Dorf man. to come back, Tim Conway to come back to host it, and oh, he okay. goes onto the bus driven by the first bus driver from the first movie and littered by some of the sec- extra like cast members from the sec- first movie talking about how bummed they are. It was a meta show where it was like, they're the characters, but they're also the actors talking about how bummed they were for not coming back, but it's all set up gags. Okay. It's really weird, but it's a HBO it's like, 30 minute. like. Is Alan Ruck in it? <laughs> no, it's uh, the okay. Samoan dude. Yeah. The bus driver. And I think the another guy anyways okay
0: yeah Yeah. weird Weird. but but this isn't like that
1: yeah this is a little
0: more warts and all or something that's what i kind of like i like
1: the warts and all like there's been movies where like you hear about the behind the scenes drama and you're like oh i can't wait for that behind like that making of documentary and then it's like everyone loved it we're having a great time and it's like what? That's not true. It, it,
0: this felt more genuine, like, from the actors and stuff. Like, they, they seem to actually be having a fun time on set with each other. Oh, sure. It's yeah, just yeah. the the mechanics of the movie it demand they all die horribly, which is really bum- a sad thing for me, the viewer. Yeah. Uh, except Kate Cassidy, who makes it and drops Billy onto a Christmas tree and kills him. Yeah. Uh, and she deserved that. Because, yeah. man, what a... I was really bummed that, like, Cloche or whatever dies, like, the old sister... Mm Because she'd been through a ton, too. And then it's just like, nope, next nap, done. And it's like, oh, my goodness, okay. And then Katie sees her watch, and it's got blood on it. And she doesn't really react like it has blood on it. It's just kind of like, oh, uh, Lee, are you here? What's going (laughs) on? Is this a bit or something? And then, oh, no, murderers are dropping from the ceiling. And she has to do battle once again. But, this, yeah, this movie just does not let any of its characters have a good christmas it was was sad (laughs) like
1: forever forever ever again yeah this is
0: going to be tainted for forever um the
1: real life Mm. stuff connected to movies like this so like christian nationalist groups i'm going to call them because they are just like right-wing christian conservative groups yeah that are like because i remember reading an anecdote about silent night deadly night and like the picketing that went into that movie because it was like portraying Santa Claus, a man in a Santa suit, killing people. And oh, I was like, okay. you can never show this movie. This is like pornography, is like evil level stuff. Yeah. And then the stuff that came out of this movie, I remember this stuff coming out and being like, Christians being like, no, you can't. It's called Black Christmas. Like, that's evil. Like, this is not an evil holiday. You can't do this stuff. And like, I remember this coming out and being like, oh, this is. I hilarious. think this
0: it's either the special features or some of the dialogue in the movie. I think one of the characters is being extremely snarky about Christmas, too. Yes. And it's just kind of like, oh, whatever. It's just like this pagan festival that they yeah, stole. Yeah, that's exactly.
1: Uh, Lacey <laughs> Chabert says that. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, they point it's out, like, 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 oh, you're Christian? Yeah, every single thing you see here is pagan. So
0: oh right because uh the southern princess or whatever like uh mary elizabeth winstead's character is kind of offended by by the idea of giving a gift to a serial killer as like a ward or whatever yeah Yeah. because
1: that's like a tradition she can't get in the sorority house like they know there was horrible murders there yeah every single piece of this is like pagan traditions that have just been co-opted so yeah Yeah, that's the point that she makes um anyways (sighs) i'm trying to think of more anecdotes without going into the plot of this movie we can uh, go into
0: the plot a little if you need to. Like, there's really that guy to. that
1: drinks, like, spiked eggnog at work, and then he gets murdered. He did murdered. a terrible job of pouring it, and it always frustrated me, yeah. He's using a beaker yeah, know, he's for, using for, a for beaker, the rum And then he gets killed. It's just a hospital full of people doing, like, just negligent work, though. Like, <laughs> well it's christmas the and i button. got this
0: shift so i'm gonna be an idiot about it
1: well they push the emergency button and i'm like wait why is this not going off with an alarm why is it just a flashing light like
0: i i did with like Brittany. It was just like this is a great system they got here like that some carolers can drown this out and ruin the emergency yeah. it's like that person could be dying or like, like from a normal thing in the hospital
1: that i yeah. saw was like the they needed somebody to identify the body and they go in, and they open the bag, and it's Claire, like, the first girl to die. Yeah. And they're, like, it's, and they're like, whoa, that's not the body that was when we got in here. And I was like, wait, what? How did this body get here then? Why do you have extra bodies?
0: The murderers.
1: Yeah. Uh, somehow the that, murderers brought them even though so they were in effortlessly the
0: effortlessly survive that fire is yeah. is such a sticking point, too, for me. Like it's but like his
1: clothes did. He just got his face burnt.
0: Face got burnt a little bit, and they assumed he was dead. And Agnes looks fine, like untouched. Yeah, untouched.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that one cut with him, his bodies from head to toe being burnt, was like that makes sense.
0: I think I think this ending is also a Weinstein thing. Like oh, it needs sure. to be a harder kill. You need to ending. have like a
1: big like gag or something like that. So that's why the tree impalement is a a yeah. big gag, right?
0: It's a big gag, but. <laughs> Anyways, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like some other avenue of thought for this. Well, we could
1: just honestly, we could just have more time talking about our question period because we often get so. short but, yeah. because we often are like, oh, we talked about the movie for so long, we don't want to go like too long. So we could. just I have guess maybe our
0: talking. MVP discussion will get us into some other stuff too. So okay,
1: I'm doubtful. I think I know yours.
0: I don't think you know mine. Really? <laughs> so yeah, uh, I haven't brought her up yet.
1: Okay. You haven't brought her up yet.
0: Interesting. MVP time. You go first, though. So. Uh, mine's
1: Dean Friss. Like we talked a little bit about him. The, okay, uh, camera operator who became uh, an actor. <laughs> um, I I guess I I wouldn't
0: go that way just because of how much eyeball eating is on I, him. I don't think but...
1: that's that. Th- I don't put that on <laughs> him in the slightest. Though. Yeah, I just found that it's like oh, there is a creepy image to like this person he's younger but he looks so much older and like because like he is like a like a 30 40 year old man but he's playing a 22 year old
0: yeah i'm gonna say 24 maybe but yeah
1: yeah i don't know i just found there's something interesting to the choice that they made to make him like that like agnes also becomes kind of like a bigger and like
0: no, it's a super weird decision, because you see Agnes as a nine-year-old, and I did not see her growing up to look like just a 40-year-old dude. <laughs> you know? It's kind of weird. <laughs> sure. Weird choice, but yeah. that's what happened. Anyways. And, uh, yep, yeah, she's got one eye, and she... The whole eye fixation thing, like, I don't quite get why it does that, you know? Like... There's the like oh Billy's eye like witnessed horrible things when he was a little kid or something maybe that's why he or his eyes the one that them.
1: witnesses terrible things yeah there's a
0: and then there's the kind of like looking in the through the tiles or whatever like close up eye thing uh, of Billy looking yeah. through stuff but uh, I don't know and then yeah eye eating that's what it gets down to but okay
1: so uh, yeah I don't fold it but it, honestly this is me stretching to find something positive because. Even any of the actresses that I do generally like, all of them, there's still something that happens to them or around them. Yeah, like I like Michelle
0: Trachtenberg. She got some funny stuff, but she just gets killed. I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She had the snowbrush joke, but she just gets killed. Yeah. Uh, That's what I mean. Like there's one of them that like get
1: a chance. And then Katie kind of gets the chance to be the biggest star, but she's probably my least favorite of the group.
0: I, I mean, the way it was structured, I was definitely kind of wondering who was the main person and eventually figured, oh, it must be the one with, like, this cheating story on the yes. side yeah. is who that's going to involve. So, But yeah. I just
1: feel like she's my least favorite of that group of actors, too. Because mm-hmm. even, like, Crystal, who I don't see in a lot of other things, she's at least fun. Like, she's having a fun time with the being drunk. Yeah, of... the, yeah. But the then that oh, that's the other scene that gets me, is that scene. With crystal Where she in the throws bed. Up? Oh, did okay. You, what what version did you watch? What's the unrated or the theatrical?
0: Oh, it might be the theatrical. Why? What happens?
1: So, like, she's in the bed, and Billy or Agnes is beside her. I think it's Agnes, and she's being like digitally, like finger touched. Oh really? Yeah, like they're rubbing, oh. and there's a scene where like it's the rhythmic movements having faster, and she opens her eyes and she starts panicking. But yeah, like hmm. there's rubbing of her. Like he goes under, somebody goes under her shirt, then they go down to the pants. Yeah, and a super,
0: super didn't see any of that. Like there was kind of a gag bit where you think maybe she's been killed and her severed head is in the bed or something, and they just pull it over and she's sleeping drunkenly. And you're like, yeah. oh okay, it's she's that. still it's, fine. It's
1: in her kill scene because. She then grabs the unicorn head and then goes and stabs and then nothing's there, and then she gets killed by one of the two.
0: Oh, was that what happened to her? I thought it was kind of a fake out where you see her later with her arm over her eyes. And then in my version, yeah, like they kind of there's a deleted scene of a kill with her where there's like the unicorn. Yeah, okay, that's the my
1: scene. The unrated put that in. But yeah, the, the lead up to it is like a rape scene and it's like a sexual assault scene and it's disgusting. Super like
0: creepy. Yeah that, yeah. that is not in my version. So good. good. Cause yeah. that's like,
1: that was also marring my like fun that I could be having.
0: I was still bummed out that that character died like that. Cause I like, I thought I was like, Oh, she's actually fine. She's going to drunkenly escape this somehow, <laughs> which would be great. But instead later, like a uh, cloche or whatever falls backwards and bumps the bed. And then her arm flops over and she has no eyes. Yeah. We see like, her oh, God. get killed.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anyways. So yeah, okay. that's, I, I was liking all these actors and then I just felt like the movie did too many bad things to them to make me like, yeah. Or they didn't get a chance to do anything really. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I agree with that. Uh, so I went like, I just stared at my least favorite part of the movie, like right in the face and was like, well, it got a crazy reaction out of me. Uh, and oh, look who it is. It is Karen Coneval. Okay. A.K.A. Maurice from yeah. uh the Planet of the Apes movies yep. plays Constance Lens like the creepy mom. Yeah,
1: definitely Maurice. I was wondering when Maurice was going to come up, and I was intrigued by why you didn't talk about it quicker. Okay, because <laughs> like, yeah, Maurice, your number one like that's your all-time favorite Planet of the Apes ape character from those
0: movies, <laughs> and it's like, oh, this mocap actress actually like is in this movie in the most like gross grimy and nude
1: like she's nude in this movie too
0: yeah topless in the in a scene that leads to the worst scene in the movie but before that she gets some like delightful creepy like lines or whatever like she has that line where she talks about santa claus being dead (laughs) to her young son and it's just extremely terrible And I I just got like slight Betty Davis vibes from her creepy eyes and things and how she's like whatever happened
1: to Baby Jane's type of. Yeah, it feels
0: like she's channeling that kind of energy. And this is a bad evocation, I guess, but all of that stuff, like the overlit creepy origin stuff, was putting me in the same headspace this sequence in Natural Born Killers did with (sighs) Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Like when he's the abusive parent. Yeah like with the Julia Lewis
1: flashback scene with Juliet Lewis's opening. Yeah
0: I all, I just remember those scenes being, like, popcorn maker yellow or something. Like, just
1: gross. I know. But I, I specifically hate those scenes. They're
0: terrible scenes, right? Yeah. Like, they, they stung so deep that this movie, like, conjured them a little bit. <laughs> so, again, I had to, like, look at, like, what got the biggest response from me. And it was probably the thing that ruined the movie was those sequences. <laughs> so, but...
1: your MVP is, like, you... Sean the worst out of the worst pile that you could.
0: Well, like she's skillfully creepy and and upsetting, Correct. but so upsetting that the movie can't dig out of that cr- hole anymore okay. <laughs> to
1: become a fun Fair enough. movie. Fair enough. So she she yeah. sunk so low that yeah, i understand what you understanding.
0: It was still interesting to see her though, because like I've mostly seen a ape version, so it was it was neat seeing. Yeah, her I, name I in didn't the put it together. was like, vaguely ooh,
1: familiar yeah and then i went on imdb and i was like oh that's okay that's where i know her from she's maurice and then i was surprised mm-hmm. i was kind of waiting for you to bring it up because you are such a big maurice fan and i brought
0: it up here at the
1: end yeah, where, where i give her a
0: trophy oh, for nice. just being cool. super creepy and i didn't want her like flesh to be cooked either i, I didn't like that so <laughs> you know right. I, I wish that didn't happen but black christmas okay. great black christmas in the bag Black okay.
1: Xmas, Black Christmas. I always thought it was Black Xmas, but everybody could it I typed Black in
0: Black Xmas into IMDb and I had no idea what I was talking about. That's what I mean. But so, the
1: movie, I remember all the posters in Canada being Black Christmas. I yeah Black the, Xmas.
0: Yeah, my DVD says that. I do have a Canadian DVD, though. Yeah,
1: I wonder if it's like we weren't allowed to put Christmas on to like, that was like the way to obfuscate parent groups parent groups up here was just yeah. like
0: hey we'll we'll acknowledge that it's evil christmas or something yeah. <laughs> we're taking the christ out of christmas
1: <laughs> but the x uh, still so means christ like that's why it's called X-Men's the, the french title is pretty great though it's noel noir which is uh okay unconfirmed but imdb was like this was being advertised as a final destination movie at another f-
0: in country? japan is what it says which <laughs> seems insane because it's totally not like those at all uh, other than no, james long
1: yeah, i just looked at it and it's final dead call is what it's called in japan christmas edition but it's like but
0: that would have been the same year as like final destination 3 it's just like oh there's a christmas version of it coming out
1: with a very similar cast similar <laughs> cast yeah
0: also but, apparently a ton of supernatural alumni in this correct yeah so. lots
1: of supernatural we kind of like this whole patch has been like wb teen <laughs> actors of the 2000s
0: yeah yeah so but okay I guess sticking with the theme from this one, uh, do you like counter-programming Christmas with horror movies or like dark movies? <laughs> oh, so you know? yeah, I
1: mean, before I pitched, before we started talking about this, this yeah. I pitched out to Nathan. I was like, oh, I kind of came up with a fun batch title of holiday horror is what it'd be called when we do it up to Christmas. Yeah. And then I was listening out movies and I was trying to brainstorm movies, and I was like, there's a lot. There's a lot of like Christmas-themed horror films. They're all terrible minus one i do like krampus krampus is fun i uh, I,
0: I still wish krampus was even better though sure it's <laughs> i definitely think i went like in uh, with
1: higher hopes yeah but... i think krampus is probably a little too long and yeah but it's 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 the right type of dark energy i don't i didn't mind it mm-hmm. um no i mean if you would ask me counter programming christmas i'd be like, yeah some of my favorite christmas movies are just happen to be movies set at christmas like shane black films but horror yeah. christmas not really it's like i know it works but i don't need there to be a christmas tree in the room for the horror movie to become extra scary it can, winter is a good like seclusion thing right
0: yeah like that kind of winter storm has boxed you in or whatever like even like hateful eight or something takes advantage of yeah. that and is but a you good don't, like that season need,
1: movie you don't need a christmas tree to then make it even more scary you know what i mean like it just
0: I guess it's sort of like I don't necessarily agree with these parent groups, but there is sort of a perverse quality to taking something that's supposed to be real upbeat and positive and like making it evil, you know. There is. Like yeah. even as a little kid, I found like the Jack Frost like holographic cover at video stores like really unpleasant. Like I just didn't like that thing. Like be like, oh, I'm gonna shove but this that behind something cover here. Had a
1: girl. <laughs> in a shower with a full on snowman right behind her, trying to strangle her. And I was like, this is going to be a movie. I got to watch at some point. The other one, that thing's uh, going to stab people with
0: icicles. I imagine
1: Santa's sleigh. It's called Santa's sleigh. And it's like Bill Goldberg is like a hulked out Santa Claus, killing a bunch of people.
0: The one I alluded to earlier was like Christmas evil, which is such a weirdly morbid, like sort of serious deranged movie. Like Jeffrey DeMunn plays the brother to this guy who is just losing it at Christmas and becomes a murderer. But it it was apparently this like passion project for the director for many years. And it's it's almost more like Travis Bickle is Santa Claus and he goes crazy. You know, like it has that kind of like serious mental problems thing at its core and it just makes it really unpleasant. Uh, I remember AVP Requiem came out like for Christmas, right? We saw that.
1: The movie itself doesn't take place at Christmas because it's like in a rural area that would have snow.
0: Yeah, it's more the release strategy for it kind of made it a Christmas
1: thing, but... feeling thing. But it's like, but that is actually where Shane Black like lives. Like if you can, it's fit...
0: just quietly including Christmas and
1: stuff. Like *Lethal Weapon* just takes place at Christmas time. Yeah, like the final fight with uh, like Gary Busey on the lawn is like Christmas lights are flashing in the background
0: is it the nice guys, like, somehow moves into Christmas time?
1: Uh, the last scene in the movie has a Christmas, like, it's like, during Christmas time in the last scene. The rest of the movie is not in Christmas time. But, like, but Iron it moves Man 3 to Christmas. is yeah, a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, okay, first of all, Christmas movies are probably some of my least favorite movies.
0: Unlike horror movies where I can watch them anytime. Like a Christmas movie just feels so rooted in November, December. I can watch
1: I can watch a Halloween movie any time of the year. Like I can watch Halloween, like John Carpenter's Halloween in January in like like April,
0: I feel that makes sense. But when I tried to wait for the 2018 one to show up in cheap theaters, it just didn't happen. It's <laughs> just like, dude, it's like February. Where, where were you gonna watch this? It's like, yeah, <laughs> well, I you're
1: waiting. I was like, you were expecting to show up in December, and I was like, no, they're of course they're gonna show Lighter Family Fair, <laughs> they're not gonna because <laughs> nah. it came out in October, it was gonna show up in November, December. But yeah. then
0: there's, like, yeah, there's Christmas movies that, like, I kind of miss that window. And then it's, like, am I really going to go bl- back and see Fred Claus ever <laughs> and see, like, Paul Giamatti play Santa Claus?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why you kind of just – you kind of pick your favorites and you revisit them because you don't really have, like when, – when Christmas season hits for me, I'm not – every movie I watch is not a Christmas movie. It's just every now and again I'm watching a Christmas movie, but only for, like, four weeks. And is Family
0: done. Man a Christmas movie? Yeah,
1: yeah okay okay it's because it's like it's set fully around christmas It's a christmas wish movie
0: i mean one i feel transcends that corridor for me is planes trains
1: automobiles i mean that's it's a it's thanksgiving, thanksgiving movie. movie and we it don't is. care about that up in canada
0: <laughs> well it's coming up like well it's happened now remember thanksgiving that was a good time remember thanksgiving it was great um turkey no but like we don't
1: we don't care about thanksgiving the same way americans do we do not yeah yeah we have our thanksgiving and it's great and i love thanksgiving but no it is like a day off on a thursday everyone's back to work the next day it's a more
0: minor holiday than it
1: is in america
0: it's also become kind of the gong ringing for christmas shopping like the black christmas rush or whatever yeah in the states yes is signaled by thanksgiving the
1: thing is in canada because we have thanksgiving so early halloween happens and then it's like oh it's right into christmas whereas at least in the states they have like thanksgiving and then christmas
0: I I really prefer it when like it's it's Halloween time. Like you go into the grocery store and there's pumpkins and we just bought some like scary cookies or whatever. They're shaped like spiders and ghosts and stuff, which sure. is like awesome. This is great. But there's already Christmas chocolate and stuff creeping in. No, I
1: know. And you go like, to Walmart <laughs> and they're always like three months ahead of everybody. And yeah. It's like, it's like it's like wait. No, I was get Christmas out of here. It's, it's Halloween's time to shine. Well, I was seeing Halloween stuff in July, but then I started seeing Christmas stuff in September. Like yeah Lindor like it was a crazy thing I saw a Kit Kat advent calendar and I was like if I bought this today I have to sit on it for two whole months before, <laughs> before I start, I can start it using it
0: why did you make this already like so, why is this it just seems
1: cruel to bring this home and be like hey kids look what I got for two months from now like can't wait only... <laughs> just put it up on the mantle. um yeah, yeah I, I but Christmas movies they're so like like in a time and period I kind of just want to watch them when they happen. Like, I love some of these movies. Like, I love Elf, but I don't want to watch Elf any other time of the year because it just feels, even though it's really funny, and a lot of the humor isn't Christmas humor, it it is a Christmas movie, though, so I don't know.
0: Or is there more broad, like, winter movies that sort of work? Oh, probably. Or ones that don't necessarily, like, I will always associate the Lord of the Rings films with Christmas. But they're not really Christmas movies. No, it's they because just have, came, how they came out. out. And
1: for me, it's the same thing with Star Wars. Star Wars feels like a summer movie. So when they get released, like when the new Disney Star Wars movies got released in December, I was like, this already feels off, everybody. Like, yeah, this is Star Wars. supposed to be May, May is Star Wars month. What are we doing here? This is like, it's winter outside. It's like, like one of
0: the OG summer juggernauts. Yeah. Like, why are we putting it here? Why are we yeah. putting it at
1: Christmas, like... Yeah. No, I totally, I'm like, I'm with you. There's, there's movies that have feels to,
0: and, and it has some winter stuff, you know, like the mountains with like the ring and the snow and oh, everything. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. There, there's a little well, there's flavors
1: there in Empire Strikes Back, but you're sure still watching that in May. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or one that kind of is just like the release window thing. Like a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo is kind of a like icy Swedish yeah. movie. And it came out around Christmas time. Yeah, because
1: you kind of have this, like, sense about it, right?
0: But you can watch it whenever now. Yeah, it's not changed to
1: it. I showed it to my wife, I think, in, like, April we watched it. Sure. So it's very springtime. Like,
0: yeah. I guess if we want to broaden it to, like, do you have perennial Christmas favorites, like, that you go to. I think we've talked about that before, but now that we're talking about Black Christmas, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it sort of seems appropriate.
1: I have a couple John Candy films, like go between. So even though I know, like, Plain Strange is on the list, but then also Uncle Buck is on the list. Even though Is uncle there Buck... holiday stuff in that? No, there isn't, but it just gives me, like, family vibes. Like, it a...
0: does, sure.
1: Yeah. Like, and that's kind of what I. I'm just
0: I... trying to remember what the core conceit of, like, you know, oh, we got to get our kooky uncle to, like, babysit for. Well, because they have to go
1: to town to wrap up some, like, family business and it's an emergency somebody had died and they had to go like wrap up the will or something like that oh okay in, her, okay. in his family and so she gets her like
0: because he's like, caretaking for like a couple weeks or something no right? i
1: think it's just yeah i think it's a, i think it's like a, a week Oh, okay he's there for yeah i just i really like uncle buck man it's like one of my tops um it's become a movie i watch every year now which is kind of crazy to me actually i i was i learned this the other day by that, I mean a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Plane strains and Automobiles is getting a new release coming up soon. Did you ever oh, hear like about the three-hour version of this movie?
0: Oh, uh, not that long. I Like, there's some TV stuff I'd heard about. No, like, so, the original cut of this movie was three
1: hours long. John, like, uh... Why is my... Hughes. <laughs> Who's the director? John, John Hughes. Hughes, yeah. Hughes uh, created, like, this, like, full, big, big movie... And the studio's like, this is not what you do. And then he had to give them a 90-minute cut. Okay. So they're releasing this new 4K thing. And for the first time ever, it's going to have 75 minutes worth of deleted material. Incorporated into no the movie? No, separate. But this is uh, material has never been seen before by people.
0: Oh, sorry. So this is like a home video release?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: okay, great. So well, I will a, get that. But, it's
1: not yeah. like, yeah, it's not a re-edited version because he's obviously dead in this they don't like Or
0: the, yeah i was like or it's gonna be like twin peaks the missing pieces or whatever where it's just this weird jumble of things with like a ring and it <laughs> sort of makes sense as a narrative but not well, that's, really that's david lynch you nonsense. just gotta vibe out with it a little bit and, uh, and see but, the steve martin freaking Or out. even just
1: the uh like the international cut of that movie which is just like a 90 minute film and then it has an ending okay do you ever like no for twin peaks did you ever watch the international like episode oh
0: like the pilot yeah. how it came out as a movie i've heard that but no i haven't seen it yeah
1: um anyways uh yeah so he the 75 minutes of film footage that everyone has like people who have seen it rave about this movie that could have existed type of Ah. Oh, okay anyways but anyways.
0: definitely of interest i love that movie quite a lot but yes uh okay. the
1: downside of this release is that it's only 4k it's not 4k in blu-ray so i'm like Who is this for? But I guess there's... Oh,
0: weird. I need a new player to even get this? Yes. Like, I'm going to have to buy it, but then I guess it'll just haunt my shelves until I have a machine or a drive or something that can run it. Yeah, which is
1: hard because, I mean, I just bought a 4K player. I'm in this world now of future-proofing my physical media. Yeah. So I'm buying, like... I have two backup Blu-ray players in case, you know, they go away. I bought a 4K Sony player only for a hundred bucks and it's normally 400 this guy bought a pallet of you've ever done this pallet shopping thing before
0: uh no there's a store near us that does that but we've furrowed our brows at how it would work and don't so what happens on there
1: so it's really weird because it's random and you have to kind of get into it but what happens is pallets that get shipped over when they get over here if there's a measurement that's if it's too high they just seize it and then they sell it On auction, like closed. Okay. You open it and then you try to sell what's inside. So
0: it could be good. It could be kind of lame. So
1: there's websites, there's auction websites that'll sell like a hundred 4K players and you'll pay a thousand bucks for them. But then you then have to go and sell these 4K players to make money off of it. (laughs) Oh, okay. And so I have a brand new Sony 4K player that's worth $400. But I paid a guy 100 bucks for it because he got 5 off of a pallet type of thing. So, weird. Okay. Anyways,
0: like, this is legit, right? It's not like this weird. No, it's like, it's a
1: complete, it's really, it's <laughs> oh, a really Oh, this case weird of uh, world, uh, Game of Thrones fully, Blu-rays fell off a truck. Uh... No, it's fully legit because it exists in this, like, auction bidding off of pallets. Like, when I walked in, I was like, oh, where'd you get these? He's like, oh, it's a pallet buy. And I was like, okay. So once he said that, I was like, yeah, this is a legit, really weird there's whole companies like you said like there's this place called open box where this is yeah. something they do as well where they get pallets of stuff and then they sell them
0: There, the, the one near us is it seems to be kind of this like each day is a steeper discount and it's like whatever's left is yes cheaper and
1: cheaper because they're oh, trying to get rid see, of this that's stuff. a different that's the amazon returns slash oh okay that yeah. thing and where you have to pay each item is only worth like 30 bucks the first day then it's worth 10 bucks and then it's worth five bucks and then it's eventually worth so you two could bucks.
0: pay crazy cheap for something that calgary just decided so, but here's the thing. this week we went yeah.
1: to go check it out yeah new items come in on friday we went on saturday and the place was a like a ghost town
0: everything's because, picked over yeah. or
1: the only stuff that's left over is like broken busted or not worth ten dollars yet because it needs to be wait till wednesday when it's a two buck <laughs> <laughs> okay so but that's Weird. a separate thing. This is, they buy specifically Amazon, instead of like returning, a lot of the returns, they'll just box up and then people go and buy giant boxes on bulk from them. Then they would take them to a store like this to then be sold by item. So that's how people get iPads for 20 bucks because.
0: It was a mistake kind of, but it's it was all a profit. Well, to but it was just people. like
1: packed up by Amazon and then shipped off to them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, Amazon, it's cheaper for Amazon to sell it like this than it is for them to have a proper full-on returns processing place. Mm. There's one time I bought something from Amazon. They sent it to me. It came damaged, so I sent it back. They sent me it to me again. It came damaged again, and I was like, hey, can I send this back to get a new one? And they're like, you know what? We'll refund you. Just keep it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the damaged one? Keep free. the damaged
1: one. Here's your money back. We're at the point now where you're costing us more money than we're making off those items, so just it's cheaper it. for us. Like eventually, we're they're gonna be paying me money, is what it's gonna be.
0: <laughs> Weird. Okay. So, anyways, holiday retail. But yeah, no. But okay. okay, back to holiday movies. Uh, yeah. Edward Scissorhands, so good. And that's the that's not here.
1: Christmas, right? It's just winter.
0: It's sort of winter because he's, he's shaving the ice sculptures and stuff. And I think Christmas happens at one point. Well, I think it's it.
1: the origin of snow. Snow
0: it? in this California town that doesn't normally have it. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just find that movie really cute and weird. So yeah. It's, we enjoy it.
1: Totally makes sense. Yeah. I uh, I don't have the same affinity for Tim Burton's as you do, but that movie just and never then, never did it for me. and I've always wanted to like it, but it just doesn't do it.
0: And then Nightmare Before Christmas I feel is a Christmas movie like it shouldn't be a Halloween film. Yeah, I get I that. I know it's in Halloween town, but it's past that point. You no, know? I know
1: cuz it's about it's a it's a it's like what if you introduce Christmas to a Halloween town so therefore it makes a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because Jack Jack has to learn a Christmas lesson, not a Halloween lesson in the movie.
0: Sure, and it it's this kind of like if you want to keep the vibe and spirit of Halloween past its time, you can make it a Christmas movie, (laughs) and then it's fun. Which is what Disney does, right? Because they do Disney does it weird because they have the haunted mansion, uh, but they spruce it up in like a Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, like right now, so you can't see OG ghosts and stuff for. for halloween you see christmas themed but don't they keep
1: the nightmare before christmas all the way through to christmas though through christmas yeah
0: so it's like three months a year or something it is rejiggered as a nightmare before christmas see, but i've thing.
1: seen the og ghosts i'd be interested in seeing the non-og ghosts
0: i We've seen both, and I think we... Ca- I, I've seen both. I think Brittany's only seen it gussied up for, for the movie. Yeah. So it's kind of frustrating. I think they did the same thing with, like, uh, Space Mountain. They did sort of a weird theme for it, like haunted space or something. <laughs> okay. And there's a monster. And it's like, this is <laughs> kind of cool, but, like, if you just want to see the Yeah, OG- like, if you're
1: going to Disneyland every couple months, it's this is a nice thing. But if you're going once... Every once every years.
0: 10 years or something like this is gonna kind of suck like you just i kind of just wish right. it's like hey all right at 8 p.m we're not turning that stuff on yeah you can just see it you know like the original yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. playing later tonight or something but then but I think maybe it's a see, bigger production to switch it than I imagine. <laughs> so. That uh,
1: that, and I think they also just see is like, no, we're a return business place. Like, yeah, it's not like,
0: oh, I'll flick this switch and then all the original no, stuff. What will I mean is on. like,
1: they know that you're going to go there that time of year. And then next time you're going to go, you're going to make sure you're not there that time of year. But you're going to go back a different eventually. time Like you're yeah. not. They're thinking that most people are not going to go to Disneyland more than once. Like they are going to go more than once type of thing. Right. So. Yeah. Got to keep it fresh. For Whereas, the like, now years. I'm sitting on the bubble of, like, oh, man, I should go now to get new experiences.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of, guests, like, changed-up rides so. for Halloween, so uh, check it out. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's all I have. I guess we can have a shorter episode. That's fine. Um, wow, it's a, it is a shorter episode.
1: Yeah, right, unless you want to uh, ask me
0: a tangential question. Well, we can but just do it. Okay. We can
1: pad it out by just, like, speaking with longer...
0: No, no, I'd have to edit this. (laughs) (laughs) That's no good.
1: Okay,
0: Uh, okay. that's all for this week.
1: What? Breaks is what I was going to say. Longer breaks. Oh, okay.
0: Longer pauses. Yes. Good audio content. (laughs) Uh, That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to contribute a question for a future episode, email Ryan at OKVideo.ca or Nathan at OKVideo.ca. Or tweet or Instagram us, podcast. Uh, Next week, we are celebrating Halloween with Halloween, not the well-regarded 78 classic or its legacy sequel from 2018, but rather the Rob Zombie version from 2007. It was once again produced by Dimension Films, so hopefully it escaped the tactless touch of the Weinsteins. Until then, I'm Nathan. And I'm Ron. Merry Christmas, everyone.